Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Cliff Arquette, Ken Christie, Herb Bygren, and me, Harry Bonzel, pinch hitting for Harlow, home with a cold, Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie and directed by Max Cato, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Are you one of those people who can't get along in the morning until you've had a cup of coffee? I know exactly how you feel. Well... Let me tell you something. That cup of coffee will taste extra good when you use pet milk in it. Of course, if you take your coffee black, that's different. But if you use cream, just try that next cup with pet milk instead. Maybe you didn't know it, but pet milk gives coffee a satisfying flavor that's hard to beat. That's because pet milk is good, sweet country milk concentrated to double richness, making it twice as rich in cream as ordinary milk. Naturally, then, it's just right for coffee. You get some pet milk at your grocer's tomorrow. Use it for coffee, for cooking, for all of your milk and cream needs. Remember, pet milk costs less than half as much as cream. Less generally than ordinary bottled milk. Of all the different ways to carry on a feud, Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista has probably the safest. He does his fighting in writing. In fact, he's working on a nasty letter right now as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. And furthermore, Fred, you dirty chiseler, I still claim... Well, how's the letter coming, dearie? Your pen running dry? You need another bottle of poison? I mean, ink? <laughs> Just about finished, Molly, and I really poured it on this time. This letter will pin old Fred Nittany's ears back so far he can scratch his shoulder blades with him. Listen. Mr. Fred Nittany, Starved Rock, Illinois. Dear Fred, you rat. Very concise. Yeah. You think maybe I ought to start it, My dear Fred, you rat? No. That's too formal. That's what I thought. After all, you two have known each other since you were in vaudeville together, you know. Sure we have. I ain't got a friend in the world that I hate like I hate Fred Nittany. <laughs> I've been sore at that chiseler since 1936. That's why every Valentine's Day we write and tell each other what rats we are. Well, I'm not one to flout tradition, sweetheart. But in this case, if I had a good heavy two-handed flout about three feet long, I'd flout the daylights out of... Look, Molly, this is serious stuff with me. I worked hard on this letter. I worked from a dictionary, too, even. 
I hate that guy so much in this letter, I scare myself. Well, it's probably mutual, I suppose. No, no, it ain't either. He feels the same way about me. <laughs> Did you see the letter that guy wrote me last Valentine's Day? Why, there's words in there that I still don't know what he called me. Well, did you look them up? They ain't in our dictionary. <laughs> well, I think it's ridiculous for two grown men to carry a grudge for 15 years. Yeah. I thought you and Fred Nittany were bosom friends. We was. I was the best friend he ever had. We went clean through Vaudeville together. You were clean when you finished, <laughs> I know. Why, when I remember how when we were broke, I always shared his last dollar with him, how I always bought gas for his 1922 Hupmobile. Every time he loaned it to me... So well, now, what started this feud, anyhow? What are you two mad about? You know, it's funny you should ask me that, Molly, because I've been trying to remember all day. <laughs> I used to know, but I forgot. Oh, for goodness sakes, if you don't even know what you're fighting well, what's about... What's the difference? It's the principle of the thing now. Besides, you've got to admit it must have been something pretty dirty to keep me mad this long. <laughs> Just let me read you some more. I say here, Fred, you rat. I've been pretty busy lately, you rat. And I ain't had as much time to hate you as I wanted to, Fred, you dirty rat. You've really been studying that dictionary, haven't you? <laughs> but I say, when you done, you rat, what you done to me, you rat, back in 19, you rat 36. <laughs> I swore, you rat. Who's that rat? Uh, who's that? I don't know, but I hope it's the Pied Piper. Come in. <laughs> oh, hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids. Hey, I brought your mail in. I'll put it in the hall here. Okay. Uh, happy Valentine's Eve, kids. Well, thank you, Mr. Oldtimer. Are you sending out Valentine's this year? Just one, daughter. Made it myself. It's for Bessie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how'd you ever meet Bessie anyhow, Oldtimer? Oh, we met through an introduction at the wrestling matches, Johnny. Oh? The wrestling matches? Yep. I'll never forget it, daughter. The announcer says... Introducing, in this corner, Meat Hook Mabel, the Milwaukee Monster. <laughs> that was Bessie. <laughs> My gosh, love at first sight, huh? Yep. I whistled at her. Bessie turned around and throwed me a wink. The other wrestler reached over and throwed me Bessie. <laughs> I did him a laugh. That's how it all started, huh? Well, you know what they say, old-timer. Romance is like a busted spring in a sofa. It pops up when you least expect it. <laughs> it well, never mind. Hey, are you going past the... <laughs> you going past the mailbox when you leave here? Because mail this letter to that rat Fred Nittany for me, will you? Heard to, son. I'm going to mail Bessie's Valentine here anyhow. Uh, like to see it, daughter? Oh, I'd love to. I brought it. Uh, I've got a red crepe paper and paste it on the white lace. It, uh, uh, here, here, here it is. Pretty? Uh, yes. It's beautiful. Gee whiz. A red paper football with a flat end. <laughs> That's a heart, Johnny. Why, of course it is, McGee. Oh, sure, sure. I must have had it upside down. Or sideways. <laughs> What's the harpoon sticking through it for? Bessie a fisherman? McGee, that's an arrow. An arrow what? Oh, an arrow. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> I read a verse on it, too, daughter. If you'd like to hear it. My gosh, are you a poet, too? Son, come Valentine's Day, anybody's a poet that thinks he is. Stuff may not always rhyme, but if it's read by the right party, it's pure poetry. 
sweet thought, McGee. Uh, go on, uh, read the verse for us, Mr. Oldtimer. Well, it says to Bessie, roses are red, geraniums are pink. You think you're a beaut, but I think you're cute. <laughs> character, isn't he, McGee? <laughs> Here's the mail he brought in. I almost forgot. Oh, yeah. Anything interesting? Well, package for you. Oh, and one letter. It's from your friend Fred Rat. Uh, or Fred Bittany. <laughs> oh, him. Read it to me, kiddo, will you? Sure. Well, it says here, Dear Fibber, yeah. my old pal and long-lost friend. Hmm. Wonder what he means by that. <laughs> I don't know. He says, I have been a fool, old pal. He always was. Fighting all these years with the best friend I ever had. I apologize, old friend, for this silly quarrel, old pal. Hey, you sure that's from Fred Nittany? Let me see that letter. Oh, my gosh, there's money in it, too. Two one-dollar bills. Oh. I was coming to that. He says, I'm returning the two bucks I borrowed from you that started this silly quarrel and lost me the best friend. That's it. That's it. That's what we were sore about. I remember now. Fred's suitcase was in hot, see? And I had to loan him two bucks to get it out. Just because I was the guy that hawked it, he refused to pay me back. <laughs> started the whole thing. He was good old Fred finally admits he was wrong. Huh? There's, uh, there's more to the letter. Oh? He says, I work some nightclubs in Havana lately, and I'm fat. Oh. I had them Cubans send you a box of special Coronas. Cigars? Is that what that box is? A box of... Oh, boy. And, he says... Please accept this peace offering, old pal, and let us never quarrel again. Your everlasting, newfound old friend, Fred Nittany, your pal. <laughs> well. He was. Imagine good old Fred, the best friend I ever had. <laughs> Paying me back the two bucks and sending me cigar. Oh, my gosh. I got to stop that letter of mine. I told you not to write the letter. The old timer's gone. He's had time to mail it by now. Oh, I got to catch you. My gosh, you want old Fred to think I'm a sorehead? You want him to think I'm a guy that carries a grudge? Oh, how could he get that impression? Well, right. <laughs> hey, old timer, wait. Don't mail that letter. Hey, don't drop that letter. Don't... Billy Mills and the orchestra in You're Just in Love.
Oh, and just as I got here, Molly, he stuffs the letter in this mailbox and slams the lid. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's a luck anyhow. If Fred gets that letter now, maybe he won't even want my friendship, Molly. He, he's liable to think I don't like him. Oh, he can't be that thin-skinned, surely. Well, Just a few hundred names and six pages of invitations to drop dead. <laughs> Tip this mailbox lid. Maybe I can run my hand in there and... All right, but be careful now, dear. If I can get my hand in... Ah, that's better. Can you reach it? Because... I can feel something in there, but... Uh, let me get the other arm in. Oh, gun box is too deep to... Uh-oh. What's the matter? McGee, what's wrong? My arm's caught. It's stuck. Both arms. Oh, no. Hey, Molly, I'm caught. Up to the shoulders. I can't get my arms out of here. Help me, Molly. Oh, heavenly days. Now, now, take it easy, dearie. Be calm. Don't skin your arms up. Maybe we can work them out one at a time. Wait, there's Dr. Gamble. Doctor! Dr. Gamble, over here. Oh, I don't need a doctor. I need a mechanic. Get me a mechanic. Oh, hi, Doc. Hello, Doctor. I'm so glad to see you. Thank you, Molly. Well, well, well. This time we have our hands caught in a mailbox, I think. <laughs> Never mind the diagnosis, Fatback. How do I get loose? <laughs> How did you get caught? Well, he mailed a letter, Doctor, and I wants it back. It's to an old friend. Fred Nittany from Star Rock, Illinois. Yes, telling him how McGee hates him, but Fred fouled up the whole operation by sending him a present. McGee likes him now. He wants to tear up the letter. Well, come on, Doc. Don't stand there, you big rum-dum. Get me out of here. Come on, Satchel Head. Get me loose. You'll be all right, spout mouth. <laughs> Take it easy. Okay. Let's see now. How did I get the bowling ball off your thumb that time? Oil, Doctor. Oh, yes. How did I get the sidewalk grating off his wrist last year? And sawed it off. And the time he got your nose caught in the ringer? Took the rollers off. The time he got his feet stuck in the new asphalt paving, we used an air hammer to... to well, to this should be fairly simple. Let's go down to the house and see what tools we can find, Molly. Maybe if we loosen the lid a little and grease his arm. All right, Doctor. Uh, we'll hurry, dearie. Now, you just relax. Yes, don't go away, McGee. <laughs> okay, I'll wait. I don't know how I get into these situations like this, but by George, if a situation's like what, sir? Huh? Oh, Oh, I didn't hear you coming, bud. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of got my hands caught in this mailbox. Really? <laughs> that is an odd situation, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mailed a letter to a friend of mine and then decided I shouldn't ought to have done it, so I reached in the box for it and Zingo stuck. <laughs> Silly, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. That is a ridiculous predicament. I'll, uh, let me see if I can work your hands, please. No... They're really in there, aren't they? Yeah, I, I need a crowbar or something. Are you a mechanic by any chance? No, sir. I'm a pickpocket by trade, sir. <laughs> Where do you carry your wallet? In my left hip pocket. You're a what? The left hip pocket? Yeah. Hey. Oh, there it is. A nice fat one. Hey, hey, cut that out. Hey. Come back here. Give me my wallet. Sorry, I can't stay in chat, sir. Hey. Three dollars, three twenty-five. Hey! Hey, help! Well, gee whiz. Hey, where's Doc? Well, he got an emergency call from the hospital. Mm. But now, don't you worry. Mother will get your hands loose, I hope. 
How do you work this crowbar? That's a monkey wrench, Molly. The crowbar's that thing. Oh, there you are, Mrs. McGee. And Mr. McGee. Why, yes, we are, sir. Harlow Wilcox asked me to stop by your house, so I did, but you weren't home. Well, now, that's odd, bud. We were there a couple of hours ago. We must have just stepped out. (laughs) You know, I figured that out. (laughs) We met one time, you know. I'm Harry Von Zell. I thought you looked familiar. Nice to see you, Mr. Von Zell. Oh, sure, I remember. I'd shake hands with you, Harry, but I got both hands caught in the mailbox. (laughs) Let's see. Well, I'll be darned. <laughs> you have at that, have I? <laughs> well, that's what Harlow said. Anything for a laugh with this McGee, Harlow said. <laughs> How did you ever figure this one out, pal? <laughs> well, it wasn't easy, Harry, believe me. Uh, where's Mr. Wilcox at home? Yes, he's kind of knocked out with a cold, Mrs. McGee. He asked me to bring you to a message, but, well, frankly, I forgot what it was. <laughs> Have you any idea what... Maybe it... we can give you a clue, clue, bud. Clue. Was it anything about the P-E-T? P-E-T. Oh, pet, yes, that's it. Pet, um... Milk? Ah, milk. Mm-hmm. Pet evaporated milk. Wonderful stuff, Harlow said. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what Harlow told me? Confidentially, of course. Oh. He told me that the pet people just take good, sweet, whole milk and evaporate it till it's double rich. He wants that kept confidential? <laughs> That's the feeling I got talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> Something else. Harlow told me that when you use pet milk in cooking, you get all the good milk minerals and that rich, delicious flavor besides. And vitamin D, too. You know, I hate to disillusion you, but that's not as big a secret as you seem to <laughs> oh, think. Oh, and look, look. Pet milk actually costs less money than any other form of milk, Harlow oh. said. Imagine that. Why, if the general public ever found that out, if they found out that pet milk actually saves them money, well, you can see what would happen. <laughs> there might not be enough of it for people like us, friends of Harlow. Uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, Harry boy. Yes, pal? Oh, I nearly forgot there was one other thing I was supposed to say to you. What's that, Harry? Uh, so long, kids. Oh, so long. I got my hands in here. Why can't I get... Why don't we just forget the letter and go home? Huh? Oh, no, we can't do that. Hey, look who's coming, Ole. He's handy with tools. He ought to be able Hello, to... Hello, Ole. Are we glad to see you. Yeah. Hey, hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. I don't stop the wizard with you this time. I got to get to work at the house club. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Ole, now, please, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, you got trouble, Mrs.? <laughs> I shouldn't have to ask that when I see who's with you. <laughs> He's got his hands caught, Ollie, in the mailbox. Yeah, trying to get a letter I mailed out. Mailed out where? Out of the mailbox. Whose letter is it? It's mine. Well, then go home and wait for it, my dear. <laughs> if you got a letter coming, you sleep. It comes. I get to get the... No, no, Ollie. Uh, Ollie, uh, it isn't addressed to him. No, it's, it's a letter I wrote to my best friend. Sure. Telling him how I hate him. Only I shouldn't have wrote it because after all we went through together, I and him, ours is the type of friendship that the kind of a letter I wrote is liable that if he gets it to be right back where we started. Well, I figured that out later, McGee. Uh, <laughs> hand me the crowbar, Mrs. You know, mailboxes is old stuff to me. I used to watch the mailman in Sweden. You were, Ollie? Oh, sure. And we deliver mail in all kinds of weather. Sometimes it rains big in Sweden, you know. Mm. But we put on rubber clothes, you know, them... Uh, Raincoats? No. It don't rain coats. It just rains rain. <laughs> oh. I used to drive a little cart, you know, to deliver the mail. Mm-hmm. I have it hitched to those little mules, you know, with the horns like Santa Claus used to do. Reindeer? 
No, it's just strange rain in Sweden. But he could always tell when the rain is coming, though, you see. They have big birds in the trees that squawk and make noise, you rain know. Rain crows? No, it's just... Yeah, the... I know. It's strange rain in Sweden. Look, Oli, get me loose from here, will you? Now, don't pinch my hands now. Now, lift up one. Now, look, don't be a baby. <laughs> one fool while I hold this up here. Why, certainly. 
My gosh, it's possible to be a friend of Latrivia's and still be honest. <laughs> Ain't it, Latrivia? Yes. Very nicely put, McGee. You're sweet. <laughs> well, your say-so is good enough for me on these people, Mr. Mayor. Hand me the letter, Miss Egan. Uh, thank you. Is this the letter you wanted, McGee? That's it, that's it. Give me it, give me it, boy. Don't oh, grab. Just sign these affidavits here, and it's yours. Oh, thank you, Inspector. I know it was a silly thing to do, but... There you are. Give me that letter. Boy, am I glad to get my hands on this baby. This saves a lifelong friendship for me, Latrev. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'll tear this letter into a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Now what? This stamp has been canceled. You... They got no right to cancel the stamp. <laughs> All right, because they didn't deliver the letter. What? Oh, McGee, now don't start... According to the postal law, Molly, this letter can go all the way to Fred Nittany for three cents. But it ain't going to Fred Nittany. I'm tearing it up. So according to the McGee, law, I got McGee, to... McGee, as you know, I'm an attorney. Huh? May I give you some good, sound, legal advice, free of charge? Why, sure, Latrice. What's your advice? No! Oh! <laughs> okay, come on, Molly. to get home again. Yeah, me too, kiddo, but it was worth the trouble, though, to keep that nasty letter from going out to good old Fred. Well, I'm glad that silly mess is over. Yeah, me too. The idea of two grown men writing insulting letters to each other over a foolish little two-dollar loan. Well, that's all behind us now, Tootsie. Any guy that's man enough to admit that I'm right, when I probably ain't, <laughs> sends me a box of two-bit cigars to prove it. That's a friendship that's bound to last. Mm-hmm. Look at that box of cigars, baby. Straight from Havana, Cuba. They do look pretty. Yes, sir. If they smell as good as they look. What's the name say? Guy Fawkes Coronas. Yeah, some imported brand, I guess. Fred knows I like Coronas. Who is it? Guy Fawkes? That's a name from history, isn't it? I think so. Hand me a match, will you? Thanks. <laughs> was it Guy Fawkes who brought tobacco to England? No, no, that was an Irishman. An Irish duke. Sir Walter Riley. <laughs> Get that aroma, Now, it does smell good. Ah, imagine me being sore at the best friend I ever had. <laughs> good old Fred Nittany. <sighs> I'll never say another unkind word about that guy as long as... Oh! <laughs> hey! Hey, it exploded! A loaded cigar! Why, that dirty rat. <laughs> Hand me my fountain pen. Give me some paper. Dear Fred, you dirty rat. <laughs> Fibber and Molly return in a moment. You often hear people say, it costs a lot to raise a baby. But remember this, it costs less to raise a baby on pet evaporated milk. That's true because pet milk costs less generally than any other form of milk. Yet no milk is more beneficial to babies. In pet milk, you can be sure that your baby gets the milk minerals and vitamin D needed for building sound teeth and bones and for making sure steady growth. And pet milk, the first evaporated milk, is always safe. Always easy for baby to digest, and always the same uniform richness. For years, doctors have recommended pet milk for babies who need to have milk from a bottle. Now ask your doctor about pet milk for your baby. And Fred, you dirty rat. 
I got a great poltroon to poke you right in the nose. And furthermore... Wait a minute. A great what? Poltroon. English word. I know, but I don't think it means... I got the dictionary right here, Tootsie. Take a look. It says poltroon. A craven. (laughs) C-R-A-V-E-N. So, I got a great poltroon to poke that guy right in the... No, McGee. No? Oh, well. Good night. Good night, all. First evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Almost everyone has a relative who is somewhat of a problem because he isn't like the rest of the family. And next Saturday morning, you're going to hear about Sally Carter's problem relative in Pet Milk Story of the Week on the Mary Lee Taylor program. Be sure to tune in for Uncle Charlie. And along with this wonderful story, you'll hear the recipe for a mighty wonderful dessert, Mary Lee Taylor's Cherry Cream Pie. It's just about the most popular dessert ever to come from the pet milk kitchen, so don't miss it. Next Saturday morning, turn your dial to NBC for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor. with Groucho. Now, a mystery in big town on NBC. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.